When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Bumbles bounce, but people don't. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Oh, I just saw an ad for it on TV. I think it's on ABC tonight. The Royal something or other. Sounds good. Harry, Meghan, <laughs> and the battle over the crown or something, yeah. Oh, yeah. For anybody who wants more behind the scenes on the royal family, there you go. Oh, uh, you know, I was thinking this Your yesterday. head, your skull is pliable. <laughs> <laughs> it's numb, yet soft. <laughs> if you want to watch that. You know, I heard the uh, the news of breaking yesterday that the FBI has said Prince Andrew has given them zero cooperation in introduce in uh, investigating the rape slavery ring of Jeffrey Epstein and his his French sicko girlfriend and the rest of it, Prince Andrew is pers- he's he's just not helping them at all. He's clearly a huge perv and the rest of it. But you got him and the whole uh, uh, Harry and and his uh, actress uh, wife Megs it. Uh, that's right, with the Megxit. This is the beginning of the crumbling of the British monarchy being a thing anybody takes the least bit seriously. Long overdue. Yeah, well, it's indefensible. It's ridiculous. I mean, I get if you're a Brit, it's a tradition and it's a tie to the past. And, you know, I don't, I, I'm not in favor of throwing that stuff away too easily. But this is just so silly, the idea of a royal family at this point. You have to chuck it. You just do. I've been to Buckingham Palace. I've seen the crown jewels, but you can do that without the those people existing currently. Want to see my family jewels? Good God, no. Call HR. <laughs> Did you hear what just happened? Harvey I heard, Weinstein I over heard. here. I'm typing the email already. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I could use a little time off anyway. <laughs> so uh, this is a story out of uh, Manhattan, which is a borough of New York City. In which a 76-year-old woman fell from a seventh-story apartment window and uh, did not die. She has pretty significant injuries, and it's 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 seven awful. stories. It's awful. Okay, do we have audio on that? What's the audio we have on that? Is it <whistles> or is it something else? Good lord, I hope not. I saw that we have an audio. You're on sick. That what a stroke of luck that there was something under her to break her fall, and she survived. It's incredible, really. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad she's uh, she's okay. I was putting a couple of dishes away, and I heard the crash, and I went out on the terrace, and I looked down, and she was on the sidewalk. It was terrifying. Ouch. She just had spinal fusion in October, oh. and she just recovered from that. She was a fall risk, and she had balance issues. She That's land- her neighbor. But it says here on the thing, she landed on fruit. Is that what happened? That what saved her? She landed on fruit? Uh, yeah, a pallet of fruits and vegetables huh. before she bounced onto the sidewalk. Listen, I only oh, bring bounced. this. I wow. wasn't. I wasn't going to talk about this story, really, because it's horrifying. Um, but it does remind me of uh, an amazing incident Jack and I witnessed, more or less, uh, personally, years ago when we were riding along with the Charlotte Fire Department, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, they... Uh, 
they responded to a call that a woman had fallen out of, was it a seventh story or was it six? Mm-hmm. It was right in that range. It was the sixth, seventh, eighth floor. And she had fallen out of the uh, window. And so they went a haul and ass to, uh, to the call. Turns out she'd landed in bushes and broke her arm, period. That's it. Seven stories. And, you know, I have known literally of people who stumbled going off a curb, fallen, hit their heads, and died. Sure, Vince almost died. That's right. The, um, our old producer fell off uh, the world's the most dangerous uh, exercise equipment, the treadmill. That's yeah. right, Michael. I, I hate treadmills. They seem like a head injury just waiting. It's You feel like you're on some sort of blooper reel, and it's just a question of when. Yeah, but. we were discussing a treadmill or an elliptical to sit in the corner and gather dust that we never use. but um, I use mine all the time. Love well, it. My wife is arguing toward the uh, treadmill. I said, I just don't want that. I don't want the kids on that. I don't, I don't want them messing around with the treadmill. It's just too easy to. Yeah. I, I tell you what, uh, and this is not what we're going to talk about. Well, we can talk about whatever we want, but I love the elliptical because it, it tones your upper body, too. It's good. It's good. Easy on your joints. But you have to use it, I understand. Oh, yeah. That's the rub. But anyway, so this lady in Charlotte, she turned out to be okay um, after falling out a seven-story window. And uh, and it was just it was uh, astounding. It just makes you stop and think a little bit about uh, you know the fragility of human life and how I don't know. You just gotta live the best life you can because you just don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, maybe you're a basketball player with a zillion dollars, your own you know million dollar helicopter and a highly trained pilot, and things don't go so well, for instance. But I was thinking we got you know we between us we have all sorts of different ride along stories with cops and firefighters and um always enjoyed it haven't done it for a while need to I got a buddy of mine in a sheriff's department he keeps saying I ought to do it with it's him. a good way to see neighborhoods and people that you don't normally interact with and, and probably it's a, right and it's a great way to I mean so many of us think we know what cops and firefighters deal with you don't you really don't. Um, and if you ride along for a 12 hour shift or whatever, you definitely get a glimpse. Um, but people's conception of what it's like is just so wildly inaccurate. I heard a person fall to their death once and didn't know it at the time. Oh my. Uh, I was at the empire state building and, uh, heard a loud crash, super loud crash as I was going in. And then didn't really think anything of it. And then saw on the news later that somebody had jumped and landed on the, the metal scaffolding, which was right above my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my wife was working in a bank way back when that had, it was, I think, four or five stories. One of those buildings with a big atrium where it went all the way up to the ceiling and then an atrium open area in the middle and then all the floors above it had... it. Their, the area they had was around the atrium. So you could lean over the balcony and look down and all. And she was working at the uh, bank one day and heard an enormous thwack. And then looked over and, and there's a guy, as I recall, wearing like a fluffy winter jacket laying there on oh. the ground. Looking very bad. I can't remember if the dude croaked it or not. Well, did he jump or fall? I don't remember. She just heard the sound and thought, what the hell was that? And looked over and, oh my. And the sound, you know, it haunts you. Once you figure out what it is, um, a skull hitting a hard surface is a bad noise. We found some parachute equipment in our field um, over Christmas break. Really? Yeah. And then, of course, I was looking for a DB all the rest of the 
the day. A douchebag? A dead body. Oh, oh, um, sorry. I'm wondering if... Uh, Decibels? Because you know, <laughs> there was... It was clearly parachute equipment. And uh, turned out, I guess, it just flew off the parachuter as they landed. Because then I got a phone call from a guy who couldn't have sounded more like a parachuter. Huh. Oh, dude. Dude. I think you got some of my equipment, dude. Oh, he left me a note on the gate at a price. He said, uh, Dear dude. I think you have some of our parachute equipment. It landed in your field. Could I get it back? Here's the phone number. So then I called him. He said, Oh, dude, I'm so happy you called, dude. Um, Righteous. Yeah, he used some term like uh, it's sp- like he used a whole bunch of phrases and it spun out and I let loose and I, c- I recovered and everything, but it landed in your field. And I said, okay, I had uh, to pull a, cr- a craney, yeah, and exactly. then I, I spun into a, a whiz bang, <laughs> and I thought there's no way you recover, but I did. <laughs> he said, "Gotta get it back." Uh, I said, "Well, I'm gonna need a thousand dollars in unmarked bills." <laughs> he said, "Dude, I don't have that." <laughs> and uh, I said, "I'm kidding. I only need." an unregistered handgun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he laughed because he realized that was a joke. For <laughs> but uh, This is a good bit you got going. <laughs> I'm loving this. But uh, I said anytime so that I met him. I met him out at my gate because I don't allow anyone onto my property. So I walked out onto the gate and met him there. And he handed me some fresh made like baked goods of some sort. I nice. made these. These are fresh out of the oven, dude. I think it's oh, so nice that you're giving this back. 60% chance those were pot cookies. <laughs> I said, I don't mind giving back. I'm not into stealing people's stuff, so here's your thing. And then he gave me the baked goods. I hit him with possession as nine-tenths of the law, son. He said, right on, dude. If you ever want a parachute, I'll give you one for freezies. And, uh... <laughs> wow, wait a minute. I thought, maybe I'll take him up on that. Maybe I won't. It's a fine know. opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. What sort of uh, baked goods? Uh, some sort of uh, some alterna cookie? Pot it, brownies. It was some sort of, like, a cinnamon... Uh, like a little square thing that was just regular baked stuff and then with cinnamon on top. But it was delicious. A bar cookie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was delicious. And I did not get high, to my knowledge. Ah, uh, good. I'm kind of high on life in Jesus, so it's hard <laughs> to tell if it ever... <laughs> Good man. I'm high on drugs. <laughs> Not really. Illegal narcotics. Yeah. Um, it's funny when people are exactly what the stereotype of them is. Isn't it? I it's, find that delightful. I know. And that, <laughs> like Joey says, there's a reason stereotypes exist. They exist for a reason. They came from somewhere. You regularly meet people that are exactly the stereotype of them on television. Or close enough. <laughs> yeah. And the parachute guy was like that. He looked like it. He talked like it. I just made these. They're fresh out of the oven, dude. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, so uh, we talked about this briefly on the show, very briefly, but the whole dry January thing, which I I did for three and a half weeks, I decided early last Saturday, I'm going to have a glass of wine tonight. I'm a grown-up. I get to do whatever I want. No, that's not exactly what I I make the rules here. Well, okay. Well, I do. Um, But uh, I decided, yeah, I'm going to. My body is my body. Hands off my body. Wow. You said to someone. Sure, I did. Whatever. Um, And and it it actually, to me, it fit in quite nicely with the whole exercise, which is about resetting, understanding your habits, understanding you're making choices as opposed to patterns that you can't get out of and the rest of it. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to have a couple of glasses of wine tonight and, um, and think about it. And so I did, and it was it was good because it was. I was going to ask: Was your first sip like ah, I remembered it being better than this, or was your first oh, sip? Oh no! This is exa- this. Uh, how did I ever let you go? That one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but n- n- no, I thought okay, 
I'm going to deliberately choose to have a couple of glasses of wine tonight. I'm going to take a look at, all right, did I enjoy what we were doing any more or less? How do I feel the next morning? How did it change me physically? Am I glad I made that decision or not? So, I, you know, it's weird. I realize it sounds kind of like, no, you just chickened out because you're an alky. Uh, but I actually thought it was kind of a good exercise. Sure. And so now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of, do I feel like it tonight? How much would be smart? And I'm now making deliberate decisions as opposed to just going with my habits anymore. Mm -hmm. So if you want to last till the end of January, well, it practically is the end of January. It's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Sue. Um, You know, go ahead and do it. But I almost, well, and, and studies have shown that people who do this drink less subsequently for the rest of the year. Um. But I'd almost encourage people, all right, a couple of days before the end of January, don't hit February 1 and then start start drinking like, you know, maniac again. Take a day or two to drink one day and then don't drink the next day and think about the decisions you're making. It's been helpful for me in my own crazy head. Maybe after Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people who are holding out for the Super Bowl and, and uh, going to get it on. All right. Well, I guess that's it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.